Hello, and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of, I think we've proven, varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I am Jenna Stever, and I play Astra Blep, a fey-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is, and I'm joined by... I'm Andrew Hansen, playing... Johnny Brightchild, I'm a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa Paladin. I'm here to help and flex. I'm Caitlin Statehar, playing Patty Hertz, a ratfolk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and for cheese. And I'm Paul Lukemeyer. I play Zelf, an elven battle chef, carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we're of course led today and for the rest of all time onto our very deaths by our illustrious DM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how do you feel about today's episode? I'm feeling also fey addled today. Huh? Oh, how fun. <laughs> Unrela- <Okay. laughs> unrelated to the podcast. <laughs> My prediction was going to be that he feels fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I have so many questions. <laughs> so the the four students that Bavel brought in his journal yeah. were not the four of us, but all the other right. people are the same? So Glorhan's there? Yes. So almost everybody else is the same. One difference is that Pearl, who you guys know to be kind of the annoying human girl uh, who's kind of obsessed with Patty, she is... One of Bavel's original picks. So she's on Bavel's squad and not Bentaro Valentine's. And in Valentine's squad is Alec Vilnet, who is a nephew of Duke Marth, um, who you rescued mm. from Aeropeak Dungeon. The other three you guys have never heard of. Okay, weird. His squad in the first time that he's gone through this, the first loop, if you will, they work together to kind of come up with a ritual that will protect the journal. So they cast this spell on the mm. journal, and it keeps the journal going throughout the time loops. That that was my question. Yeah. Is there any indication if the time loops were happening before that? Bavel theorizes yes, because the <laughs> asteroid belt just showed up. Like, who knows how many times it's happened and he didn't have the journal but he thinks because how suddenly the asteroid belt was there, it wasn't there the day before to his memory. A lot of stuff has happened that he doesn't even have a record of because, you know, the first time they enchanted the journal was the first time they can really remember what's going on. But not necessarily the first loop. It's just the right. next no. one that they... If, a, if an asteroid belt appeared between <laughs> the loops, probably quite a lot of time has passed <laughs> that we have no record of. Really, very upset in Justin. It's great. It's great. So uh, the scene is like a montage, but like a grim horror montage, not a fun (laughs) kung fu movie montage where there's kicks and stuff. But it's like you see the tea on Astra's tray grow cold and her frozen to the spot, flipping through really intently this journal uh, and just sort of increasing panic. And not sure what to do about this. Desperately wish she hadn't opened the journal. <laughs> you cannot unsee. So, so much wish that she didn't know this. Uncertain if she should tell her teammates. At what point is the dinner party? 
think just for the laughs, it's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you probably read through the two loops fully but, yeah. and then start just flipping through to see, like, just the general idea of what's going on. I say you spend most of three day, you know, morning, <laughs> afternoon, locked in your room doing this and t- until, like, you know, Zelf and Manny start getting ready for the, the party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zelf, you maybe do or do not notice Astra not sleeping, <laughs> burning the midnight oil, um, looking increasingly deranged, occasionally passing out on top of the journal, <laughs> but looking very stressed. Astra is making the choice to not tell the rest of the team before the dinner because she doesn't wanted to be awkward <laughs> on account of Glorhan dying every time, but she's not doing, Astra's not doing great, so dinner, Yay! huh? Okay. I think the best way to handle the journal going forward, and this is a bit more meta, is that if there's something that you want to know specifically, like I want to know what happens to this person in the journal, then we'll just make a time commitment that your character is doing to okay. research it. Zelfon, today you and Manny have a large meal to prepare. Oh, yeah. How do you want to spend your time for that? What are you cooking, Paul? This is a perfect gear switch and like an anime where there's just like <laughs> this really intense plot point has been revealed and then Flash cuts over to Zelf who's like, hmm. <laughs> so uh, in the morning, you know, he slaps Manny on the shoulder and says, have a hearty breakfast, Manny. We're going to go on safari. (laughs) Yeah, safari traditionally known as cooking outings. (laughs) Then he takes them to the countryside to see what kind of really interesting and unusual and potentially dangerous things he can find out there. Would you say in the past, prior to Shadow End, have you done a lot of hunting with Manny? Is this something that you've included him in? Uh, You know, not with Manny. In fact, it's probably been a while. I think as part of his nearly fatal apprenticeship, he was thrown out into the woods a few times to go, you know, find food. But ever since he started really cooking on his own, he hasn't had a lot of chances. So Manny's probably terrified. Manny is scared, but he's willing to do whatever it takes to impress you. Perfect. I think also he kind of sees an opportunity to actually do some Milnor chef cooking for real. And so he's he's down for any opportunity he gets. So the two of you travel around central Berwyn. The area that Fort Advin is in is sort of like large sweeping plains. You're kind of near the Davin River. Um, so there is a lot of wildlife that comes and goes here. What season is it? I looked on the calendar and thought it might be fall. It is fall. Beautiful. (laughs) After a couple hours of walking and hunting, you come across this large bug-like monster. (laughs) It has six legs and it like is drooling like green acidic spit from its mouth. Uh, And there's like has little little mandibles clacking together. Perfect. (laughs) Self wants to size it up. Uh, and see if it looks like something he and Manny can take on. So he wants to use his Mjolnir chef ability to, God, I forget what it's called, discerning palette, and analyze a creature to determine what spells or spell-like abilities it knows. <laughs> D- does this look like a good target? Yes. Make a knowledge arcana check to identify this creature. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a 19 with my bonus. That's a 30. Well, <laughs> this guy... Zelf, you recognize this creature as an Ankeg. It has acidic spit 
that it, it shoots out of its mouth in like a nice little arc. It's very dangerous, but it's also an ability that you know as a Mjolnir chef that you can master. Ooh. If you get some Ankeg meat, <laughs> not only can you make a delicious meal, you can learn this ability. Zelf can learn to spit acid? <laughs> and like, but like not metaphorically? He can make all of you learn to spit acid at this dinner party. Some people only taste food. Others become the food itself. Uh, I already have a spell that lets me spit fire. So this is a nice addition. You're about to become a dragonborn. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, so Zelf definitely wants to take this thing on. He's going to give Manny, I don't know, like a spear or a crossbow or something, you know, and a helmet and say, don't worry too much. I just need you to help distract it. I'll do the heavy lifting. I always imagine that Manny is just being used as bait in most scenarios. (laughs) Yeah. A vital role. It's a hard fought battle. Sure. That you two are definitely, well, you are equipped to win (laughs) Zelf. I think Manny mostly does act as a distraction unintentionally. He draws a lot of the attention of the Ankeg just by wildly shooting his crossbow. How would you like to finish off this beast? And what are you thinking about doing with this Ankeg meat? Man, well, seeing that it's a big insect, probably self goes into combat with, you know, like a crab cracker. (laughs) Manny's feverishly trying to draw his crossbow cord back for another shot when he trips. And when the Ankeg is rearing above him, uh, Zelf is going to reach over and smash it with his crab smasher. So good. What are you going to make with the meat, though? Are you going to treat it like it's seafood? I can't decide if I'm going to make it the appetizer or the entree. Either it's just going to be like steamed with some high-class sauce or butter, or it's going to be a bisque. Oh, a bisque. Yeah, I was thinking like doing it like you would lobster. It, call it a yeah. earth lobster. Oh, God, I love a bisque. <laughs> yeah, fancy it Whoa. up. God. I, I was thinking crab, which is basically <laughs> the same. But yeah, so may, maybe a salad and then the ankeg, you know, with some kind of wine butter. The best kind of butter. Can I offer a branding <laughs> opportunity? Because it could just be a rock lobster. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Is that already a D&D enemy? That wouldn't surprise me. On today, Patty, you had mentioned that you wanted to go into the vents to spy on Glorahan squad. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Was there anything more about that that you wanted to say? I will give you some information that you learned, but I didn't know if you wanted to describe Patty's methods. I don't think I need to get too detailed about it. I mean, we all know that Patty's small, weighing only 80 pounds, <laughs> which is actually kind of big to be crawling in an event, but she's nimble. It's big for a rat. <laughs> That's a big rat. <laughs> oh my good God. But no, she's, you know, being small, sneaky, and nosy, you know, it's her natural instinct to get in there and scuttle around. And that's what she did. Does Patty have a different beret for sneaking? <laughs> it's or black. is it still the. No, pink? it's black. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. It's her stealth beret. <laughs> yeah, and Patty shows up in sneaking attire. <laughs> I'm going to make you make a stealth check. It's only fair. Let's see here. A 23. Good. Sneaky AF. (laughs) So most of the stuff that you hear is pretty inane, Patty. You hear a lot of bickering between Abraham and Neven in their like shared dorm space, mostly just fighting over agreeing with each other too much. You know, they do have all the same interests and likes. And so it's always kind of just one up in each other and, uh, you know, just getting each other's way too much. 
The other thing that you notice is that you don't hear a lot from Kada. So Kada is a young elf. You guys haven't spent a lot of time with her. She has dyed black hair that's in like a cute little bob. She always has like a flower in her hair. She's a pastel goth, so she wears a lot of pink in with the black. She is very, very quiet, and you see that she doesn't really speak even to her own squad. She spends a lot of time to herself and also just meditating. You know that she studies divination. She's how they supposedly knew the entire map of the dungeon before they went in, before you found out that they had also extra help. On two-day evening, things start to get more interesting because Glorahan comes back after she's been given the invitation by Johnny. And she is beside herself. She is very, very concerned that your guys' squad is going to do something that's going to get her brother in trouble. She is less concerned about, like, you're going to tell them that they cheated at Arrow Peak competition. She's not going to be first place anymore. She doesn't give a shit about that. She doesn't really care about her standing at Shadowing necessarily either. It's fully, like, just about her brother's well-being. You hear she's she's telling Kata, like, you know, I was really hoping that he would turn things around. I just want the best for him he was really trying to help us down there and now he's going to get into even more trouble i i I don't know what i'm going to do she asked kata to kind of divine the intentions of your squad and whether or not she should be concerned about what's going to happen (laughs) next and so kata goes about (laughs) trying to do that and you see glorahan just in kind of a, a spiral of panic And you see that she is going in and out of her room, just getting like scrolls and things like that and and writing a lot of magic just to have his backup, just in case. She seems to be preparing for the worst. I really thought you were going to say that she was worried that we were going to poison her <laughs> that time. Zelf poisoned a bunch of people, but I'm glad that reputation hasn't gotten around yet. Right, I don't think anyone knows about that yet. Great, then it never happened. <laughs> I don't know why, but like, I still really want to be mean to her. <laughs> She's the kind of person you want to be mean to, isn't she? Like, I just want to like ruin her life. Yeah. Patty's not a mean rat. She's a little kooky, but she's not mean. (laughs) Caitlin, however, is mean. (laughs) Johnny, as you return from delivering your invitations, you find that Castian is waiting for you outside of the barracks. And as soon as he sees you, he gets serious, very conspiratorial. He kind of like motions you over to a secluded area outside. Once he is sure that you're alone, he removes from his pocket a small map and unfolds it. And he tells you, Johnny, I desperately need to discuss this with you. I fear that there has been widespread cheating at the Arrow Peak competition. What? I found this placed in my armor, and he shows it to you, and it's a map of the Arrow Peak dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) It says, someone snuck this into the back of my armor, right under the cape. I recognized it immediately. It was similar to the one that Screw had that I caught him with I spoke to him immediately, and he said yes, that somebody had planted that on him as well. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah, that was also one that Astra had planted. <laughs> I didn't plant it on him, though. I didn't reverse pickpocket no, him on the onto his yeah. body. He chose to pick it up. That's free will, and I can't be blamed for that. <laughs> she made it available. Yeah. Yeah. Free market, baby. Castian, wow. Two separate occurrences? Like... 
That does seem like a big deal. So are you going to report it? Like, I feel like we have to, right? Uh, like, and like, there's going to have to be like an investigation and stuff, right? Absolutely. We have to find the person responsible. H- have you heard anything, Johnny? I count on you so much <laughs> as a paladin of Gavilan, like myself, to identify people of, of a lower caliber of morals <laughs> than us. Johnny is, is suddenly uncomfortable. He's like, listen, Kasten, did you use this map? <laughs> Like, I kind of, like, I feel like I have to do my own diligence now, Castian. Like, you turned this in when you found it, right? Of, of course. I didn't even know it was on my person until afterwards. So you found it on your person after the dungeon? So you entered the dungeon? We're going to have to, like, go report this. Like, I'll vouch for you, though, like, that you probably just missed it. Like, I understand. You know, had had you been cheating, maybe your time would have been better. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that that's probably... You can use your poor performance to your advantage. <laughs> but, like, don't worry, man. I'll come with you. We should go talk to uh, Warsol. Like, I think he's a pretty steady dude, and he'll know what to do. Cassian agrees. <laughs> I'm very willing to, to martyr myself for this cause. If need be, I will absolutely eliminate myself gladly uh, and publicly if necessary. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. Man, that's really righteous. Like, I really respect, like, how seriously you're taking this. Like, I think that's going to look pretty good on you in this situation. He nods knowingly. <laughs> it's my duty. Yeah, right? Coming up in the Church of Gavilan, like, we all know how, like, important it is to, like, be forthright and honest about things, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And also that, like, you know, things are, like, pretty forgiving, you know, like, uh, honest mistakes and stuff like that, right? So, like, you know, it's okay. Just kind of wondering how you didn't, like, you know, like, did you check your gear before you went in? <laughs> and so, like, pretty much the whole journey to Warsaw is just going to be peppered with things like that, where Johnny is kind of, like suspiciously and intensely inquiring about like very intense minutia of Castian's routine <laughs> and stuff like that. It's gonna be annoying. Perfect. <laughs> We're about an hour before the the time on the invitation for everybody to show up. Zelf, why don't you make two checks to represent, you know, the first half hour or so that you're working on this? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you about this banquet. Yeah. So what kind of skill checks will I need to make for this? You have to make at least one profession chef check. One of them has to succeed. Okay. But you can also alternate in spellcraft or knowledge arcana as you see fit. How many chances do I get and what is the difficulty going to be? You get eight chances. You have to get at least half for the whole thing. Pretty sure profession chef is my highest. Oh my gosh. My spellcraft and knowledge arcana is significantly better, but not by much, just by a little bit. Did you want to uh, use a spell for yourself or for Manny prior to this? Yeah, I've got a spell called (laughs) Human Potential. (laughs) (laughs) You're an elf. I know, so I don't know how that works. I guess humans are a little bit more flexible in their approach. You know, they know time is shorter. Elves have ennui. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it gives you a plus two enhancement but only for a minute per level so if i'm like cooking for hours then that's not going to cut it i do have heightened awareness which gives me a bonus to knowledge checks so that'll help me when i'm making knowledge arcana so i'll go ahead and do that heightened awareness gives me a plus 
two. And I think what I want to do is I'll make the first few just to make sure that I know it's going to succeed. And then I'll have Manny do some toward the end so he feels like he's participating. Awesome. <laughs> but self doesn't want success or failure to hinge on Manny's involvement. It's too important. <laughs> going to start with my profession chef i'm going to add inspiration to that that's a 21 cool and then when we were talking earlier so you definitely want to do the on keg were you gonna throw in a low level spell in one of the other meals did you decide yeah i want the dessert to have a polypurpose panacea Uh (laughs) a cleansing are you making one dish that literally makes them sick and another dish that heals them like none of them make them sick come on (laughs) what are you saying come on it's very tom popo (laughs) if you like make a dish that like makes them taste death and then the the, like dessert dish is the cure for it i need to learn a few more spells first but i love that idea once again (laughs) once i'm a stronger (laughs) chef Paul, you're going to have to give us a really specific breakdown of the meal that you create. I just want you to know. Wow. Mm. Wow. So much pressure all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. The pressure's on. (laughs) Yeah. So my first two checks, not too great. I mean, a 21 is pretty good. My knowledge arcana is with that plus two, a total of 20. And then you've got your bonuses too. So I think you get three on top of that. As Zelf and Manny get to work, the other three of you... What are you doing? Are, are you guys setting tables? Are you doing anything in preparation of the party? <laughs> Astra's panicking. <laughs> yeah. Astra is like sitting in an armchair with her hands just like digging into the arms of it, powerfully dissociating. <laughs> She's dressed, but like her shirt's misbuttoned. <laughs> she doesn't. She is not aware of what's happening. <laughs> Occasionally, she just gives each of the people a panicked look, but she doesn't talk. <laughs> she. She doesn't help. <laughs> she wouldn't have helped that anyway, but it's worth mentioning. I feel like Patty is definitely helping with the decorating. It's right up her alley. There's streamers. There's chair covers. Oh there's, my God, it's perfect. Oh, there's charger plates. She is in her element. She's been to many a fancy dinner in her time. Perfect. About 10 minutes before the, the time on the invitation, Glorhan's squad does make their way in. Glorahan is still very skittish. Patty, you can clock that right away. Um, she is tense. Just real quick, can you remind us who Glorahan's squad members are? Absolutely. So <laughs> other than Glorahan herself, we have Kada Shoal, who is an elf from Swanspell, which is kind of like a garden city. They're very much <laughs> about nature. And you are familiar with that, Zelf, uh, because a lot of great magical products come from there. Oh, yeah. Then Abraham and Neven are the boy who's been duplicated. Yeah. Uh, and both believe that they are the real one. <laughs> I forgot about okay, yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Wild. so tragic because both Jenna and Astra really wanted to dig into what that whole thing is, but is in no emotional place to do so right now. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I mean, like, be all the more terrifying for Astra to consider right now how there's suddenly oh, two of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be anything. Do, is there a sign seating, Patty, as the planner, party planner? Yes, obviously. <laughs> if you let people just sit anywhere, they're just going to talk <laughs> to people they already know. <laughs> she has all of the squads assigned Glorhan squad, our squad, Glorhan squad, our squad, so that everyone can sit next to somebody new and get to know them. Awesome. Excellent. Does Manny have a seat? No. 
<laughs> He's not a guest. He's an employee. <laughs> I don't think Zelf does either because you've got to work on the courses as the previous courses are being consumed. So That's true. Heavy as the crown, Zelf. I know. Uh, Zelf does send Manny out with an aperitif, though. Zelf, before we get too much further, I'm going to give you two <laughs> more checks before people show up and start to watch you uh, finish this meal. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably when I make a spellcraft check. Oh, no. I rolled a Something one. is burnt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. Um, and another knowledge I can check. This one with those bonuses is uh, 35. Ooh, beautiful. Very, very good. <laughs> Johnny is going to be hanging out with uh, Gloria Hand. Well, after confronting her about A, her brother, and B, her cheating, the last time they talked, <laughs> probably they're really hitting it off. Yeah, she's probably not <laughs> real stoked about it. I can just struggle to make conversation a bunch of times. So, uh, did, did, you, did you know I'm a masseuse? <laughs> Sometimes, like, whenever I swing my sword with two hands, like, I know that there's, like, a backswing which can, like, really mess up your elbow. That's why I like to do these kinds of stretches uh and i think like core exercises are really important and he's just gonna be like stretching like kind of close to her like trying to get her attention uh probably because he feels a little awkward after his outburst oh okay he's just gonna default to like gym tips <laughs> he's not hitting on her he's just being super awkward and just keeps he's just gonna flounder more and more like the longer it goes on the worse it'll get as soon as Glorhan's team arrives, Astra will snap out of it briefly. When she sees Glorhan, her eyes well up like she's going to cry. And she gives Glorhan a huge hug. And she says, Glorhan, every day is precious. You better take care of yourself, okay? Listen, Glorhan. Glorhan, look at me. Glorhan. You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to put yourself first, okay? It's a tough world out there. Go ahead, promise me. <laughs> this makes her more nervous. She's, she's already on edge. This really, really freaks her out. From nearby, like, Abraham kind of just is, like, jokingly, like, yeah, because we don't know who's going to make it, right? Like, and then he, like, holds up them things. He's like, this is funny, guys. Very funny and dark. The kind of thing I like. It's at this point Johnny will chime in and said, well, I mean, like, it's very good to laugh about it because, like, honestly, yeah, we could seriously all die. Thank God somebody's going to enjoy this party no matter what. <laughs> yeah, so, like, absolutely, Astra, high five, you're right. Seize the day, come on. Like, he's going to pour some drinks for everybody. And like, Astra will start hitting the sauce hard. <laughs> All right, Astra, Astra, why don't you have a toast for us? You want to lead us off? I think she just did. <laughs> yeah, Astra, her face crumbles, and she, like, puts a hand on the table to steady herself, and she holds a drink. And she holds it up and she says, nothing in this life is guaranteed except for the stuff that is that's out of our control. <laughs> you got to be grateful for every day that you've got because you never know when you're going to get it again, I guess. I understand why Bobble drinks. And then she'll, she'll just drink her drink. <laughs> Glorian says, you know, I, I do think that we actually have a lot of choices that we can make. I mean, 
we can affect people's lives Sorry. in a lot of Sorry. ways just by one choice that we make. You don't believe in fate, Glorhan? <laughs> She's like, no, I think there's a lot of decisions that we have to make in life. Some of them are, are difficult. And sometimes you, you think that you understand another person, what they're going through, and maybe you have no idea at all. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. <laughs> Johnny, like, leans over to Ibram's like, do you know what she's talking about? Like... Glorian turns to you, Astrid, and she says, you know, Astrid, it's it's crazy that we're both from Fainalin, but we've never met before. I mean, it's not small, but two people from there being chosen for Shadow, and that's kind of a big deal, right? I mean, what did you do to get the offer to come here? <laughs> I did something, that's for sure. Something cool and noteworthy that got and put me on the radar of Bavel. I totally together. Oh my god! <laughs> I must. It's gotta. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be bottom of the barrel for Bavel. <laughs> <laughs> How many options do you think Bavel had when he came to the four of us? And we had to have been his hundredth, two hundredth choices, right? Oh God, we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so wild we never met because we're both magic users and we're both from the same town and I definitely did something super cool to be here and I deserve to be here and we all deserve to be here and nothing bad's ever gonna happen <laughs> to us, Glorhan. We're gonna live forever, you and me. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> did you attend the magic academy? <laughs> <laughs> doing her best. I, and you. <laughs> um, uh, Astra looks panicked, but she looks more present than she has the whole night. And you see her slip into a mode that you've seen her slip into before. And she says, oh, yeah, yeah, I went to the Academy. I'm a magic user, right? Uh, we all grew up going to the Academy for sure. You and me, it's so wild we never met. I guess, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, so I was probably gone by the time you got there. Surprised you didn't hear stories about me. I was actually just talking to Johnny about this, but I did go to school with a blep. <laughs> His name was Small. Fuck. Are you, are you related? Is he a sibling? <laughs> Small flip. <laughs> Sometimes you make choices about world building and characters. Uh, Sometimes I feel better about my names. <laughs> and sometimes the check comes due for those names. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Aster goes, yeah, Small, that's my cousin. Yeah, Small Blep, he's got a lot of magic. He's a natural magician. <laughs> so you knew Small, huh? Yeah, he, I mean, he used to have a lot of magic. I mean, you know what happened to him, of course he... Anyway, <laughs> time for salad, is what they say. <laughs> Jenna, I'm going to make you roll for the little stranger. <laughs> yes! Oh, hell yes. <laughs> roll a d4. Uh, when she gets sauce, the stranger shows up. Speaking of checks come and do, yeah. So we do not want a one. A one d four. This is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> oh, most dinner parties are. <laughs> this is <laughs> Paul so grim. Patty, what are you doing as the host here? Are you gonna rein this in, or are I'm you just, just like this upset is normal? That no one is complimenting my decorations. <laughs> 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 
starts crying in the midst oh, of all. No. Yeah, I rolled a one. The little stranger <laughs> walks across the table, batting like the name tags <laughs> as it wanders around. It's making sure that it is in your eyeline and you <sighs> see it just kind of moving around <laughs> close to you. Patty, what kind of things have you decorated this table with? Remember, it's fall. It is autumnal. <laughs> so there are gourds, <laughs> large and small. There is a fall grasses arrangement in the center of the table. Since there's not a lot of us, I'm thinking that it's one big table, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's, it's kind of like a pompous grass kind of situation. <laughs> very nice, very rustly and appealing to cat-like creatures, I must say. <laughs> there's definitely like some chargers, some like decorative plates at each place setting, name cards, of course. And, you know, just a few crunchy leaves scattered about. It it's, looks very nice, if I do say so myself. <laughs> the little stranger walks around this decorative grass that you have set up. It's in like a little planter, I assume. Yeah, it's, a, it's in a vase. <laughs> the little stranger walks around it, just keeps leaning, 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 until suddenly it just kind of bops it right off of the table. No! <laughs> no! You bitch! <laughs> shatters all of the the grass like just kind of goes everywhere but one portion of it very clearly lands in an unmistakable a Uh interesting it's a code (laughs) zelf yeah neven has kind of taken an interest in what you're doing he's like wow you know we just don't have elven food magic in erosia you know i hope you don't mind me just watching you cook like this man it's just so cool just stay out of the way (laughs) for your safety and mine (laughs) do you know any like tricks you know i've seen like chefs do like you know oh they'll like throw their (laughs) knives how well is the preparation going by this point does it seem like things are swimming or is zell starting to get nervous yeah no it's it's going smoothly up until this point I mean, you had the one natural one that you rolled, uh, but I think that you recovered from that nicely. Okay, yeah, all right. I'm sure that half of elven magic cooking is the performance. Uh, Is there some kind of check that I can make to do like a hibachi-style knife trick? (laughs) Do you have the hibachi skill? Did you take points in hibachi? I I have profession chef, but I... uh, You fool! (laughs) Make your normal chef check, but then I'm going to make you do a will save against your stage fright if you agree to participate in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) My profession check was a 24. That's before any bonuses, so... Uh, but I didn't know if this was part of the banquet or like a special thing. So just by itself, no, I'll it's give 24. It to you. I'll, I'll make it as part of the banquet for sure. Okay. Uh, then that's uh, 27. And my will save was a 23. Awesome. Yeah. Not only do you do a badass trick, but I mean, it kind of builds your confidence for a second. Things are going well. (laughs) Yeah. Zelf hesitates for a second because (laughs) the last time he had to put on a show, he crashed and burned catastrophically and then like spent a year you know, under the radar. But he's like, all right, I'll show you my special corn cutting. And he'll throw a <laughs> cob of corn up in the air and cut all the kernels off before the cob lands. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and my will save was 23. So, you know, for, for a second, he's about to like panic and jump out the window or like throw a knife, but he reels it in. And even super impressed. Abraham, come, come check this out. Watch what he's doing. A crowd starts to kind of gather around. Patty 
And Johnny, make perception checks for me. So it looks like mine was a 13. I rolled a 9 for a total <laughs> of 8. <laughs> All you guys see is just kind of a party foul as the planter <laughs> hits the ground. Patty, this is your hard work. Livid. Oh no, Patty, look out. Livid. <laughs> <laughs> Glorahan sees it happen and she doesn't really skip a beat as she looks over at you, Astra, and she says, you know, it's terrible the kinds of things that can happen when someone wanders too close to the Whispering Woods. You know, we've been told about it all our lives, but, you know, to see what happened to Small, it's so sad. Yeah, it's a real tragedy. You know, I hear also terrible things happen to people who uh, spread gossip. Oh my God, Glorhan, I'm part of the problem. Glorhan, you've got to look out for yourself. You can't keep spreading talk like that. You're going to make enemies and enemies make for short lives. Uh, that's not me. I'm not saying that. That's just a quote. That's, I'm, not, I'm not threatening you. Glorahan, you're going to be okay. And you'll be okay too, Astra. I know that if we're looking out for each other, that everything will be fine. Oh, you know, I was top in my class at Fainalan Academy studying shadow magic. So I know that I can keep you safe if you keep me safe. Yeah, <sighs> if I could keep you safe. Yeah, Glorahan, if I could keep you safe. <laughs> Would that do something, do you think? You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> what about you? What, Kata? Was it your name, Kata? Do you believe in fate? Kata has just been kind of distant this whole night, and she makes eye contact with you for the first time, and you can just see a deep sadness <laughs> as she nods her head and says, Yeah, oh. I do. I totally believe in fate. Like, actually, like, that's kind of like the real focus of, like, my paladin teachings. It's kind of like, it's an interesting coincidence that you should be asking about fate tonight, Astra. Wow. Yeah. Like, actually, <clears throat> I'm pretty lucky, and, like, an, and I can help other people be lucky. Check this out. And then Johnny is going to use... <laughs> Johnny does a backflip to make things less awkward. <laughs> he gives Patty a touch of luck, so on her next d20 roll, she can roll two d20s and take the high. Yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, no, okay, check this out. Like, and he just like, I don't know, he's just gonna put Patty on the spot. <laughs> Patty's trying to recover from the damage to her decorations, and is just like very caught off guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to play it my first chorus. Great. Oh yeah. yeah for so sure. Delph is gonna ring his chorus gong. Uh, and clear his throat. <laughs> yeah. That's a real thing. That's real. Okay. <laughs> you said that so casually. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a follow-up question about the gong. Are the yeah. gongs for the different courses different sizes? Is the first gong really small and then it like builds up? When he gets higher level, yes. Right now, no. <laughs> okay, okay. He just has just the one, one gong, gong right yeah. for now. Okay. Just, just one. The bigger ones are hard to travel with. As you strike the gong, Zelf... Mm -hmm. The little stranger kind of moves behind it, and as the gong strikes, it reverberates for longer than seems natural, and as it shakes, the streamer that's right above it that Patty has hung falls delicately to the floor, and it forms a perfect, like, cursive B-R-A. It's spelling Abra, like Ooh. Abra. Cadabra. 
magic. Or Abraham. Or Abraham. Or Abraham. Oh. oh, I didn't even think of that. Or just Abra. We'll see. Anyway, Zelf totally ignores the streamer. Like, his eyes glance for it for a second, but he's not. We are a team of unperceptive idiots. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he's also ignoring the general tension and weirdness of the table. Yeah. He just he's got to. Cuts right through it. But when the gong seems like it's going too long, he stops it with his fingers. He says, first course, an autumnal roasted corn soup <sighs> with basil and thyme. Ooh. And he has me and he dish it. Paul, that actually sounds amazing. Paired with a Pinot Grigio. Can I ask if Manny is wearing a special outfit? God, I guess he's wearing his trainee chef clothes. Oh, cute. Uh, and then Selfful, you know, chef bow says enjoy and curtly retires to the <laughs> kitchen to start working on the second course. Great. Awesome. Why don't you make your sixth check now, Paul? We've got uh, this one and two more. The rest are going to be knowledge arcana. That's going to be, I guess, a 24 with my bonuses and with my inspiration check that I rolled. Awesome. 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 Things are going well. Patty and Johnny, why don't you make another perception check? (laughs) All right. See if I can pay attention to anything other than what's happening to my decor. (laughs) Patty, remember, you get two d20 rolls and get to pick the highest on this one. I I rolled a one for a total of a zero. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. You are actively unperceptive. I, on the other hand, rolled a 27. Oh, what, 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 what? Patty, you hear shuffling outside, like in, in the hall, which isn't necessarily strange, except that on your floor, it's just... Your squad and Glorhan's squad. You know, there's certain etiquette that needs to be followed at dinner parties. And crashing a party that you're not invited to is very, very poor manners. So I think Patty wants to go out and try to investigate what's going on in the corridor. Excellent. See who's trying to party crash. The second that your cute little white paw (laughs) hits the doorknob... You are instantly back in your seat at the table, <gasps> like teleported. What? As if you had never gotten up to go check. Ooh. But does she remember going to check? Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so Patty is shook, to say the least. Did we all see that happen? <laughs> yes. This was something people would see. There was probably some sort of like noise huh. or something. Wild. Whoa. That was crazy, Patty. I didn't know you could teleport. Was it teleportation <laughs> or was it some other sort of trick will it happen if i go touch the door and johnny will run up and go touch the door you instantly teleport back to your seat it's great oh it's a little God. tingling and johnny is now like a child going to experiment with how exactly it works like how quickly it works so he's gonna do like running dives at the door and seeing if he ends up sitting in the chair and like you know etc etc he might see if he can talk the twins into like throwing him at the door. <laughs> it's going to have a blast. Johnny, excitedly, you find that as you do ones where you're like running at the door to grab the doorknob, you do keep that momentum <laughs> as you like go <laughs> your seat. So you like knock the table over and spill no! like uh, Patty's leaves everywhere. All this beautiful corn soup. As the leaves uh, land from the table getting knocked over, they land in a perfect like X pattern. No. Uh, oh, on the floor. No. It's very unnatural. <laughs> 
Um, this party has to end. <laughs> we didn't even get to eat the soup. <laughs> uh, uh, once, once the X lands, Astra is at full tilt. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do. We can't. You have to go. The party's over. I'm so sorry, Zelf. We have to. You have to leave. But also, can you? Oh my God. Well, Self is gonna ring the gong. <laughs> <laughs> Clears his throat. Second course. On phase. Johnny will seat himself at the gong. He's just like, oh, I gotta sit down. Yeah, the party goes dead quiet. Everybody turns to hear what the next course is. Locally procured rock lobster with a beurre blanc (coughs) and root vegetables. Enjoy. Oh, so good. Abraham and Evan are like super confused, but they're also very excited to eat this food. Uh, so they are down. Kata hasn't touched any of the food yet. Zelf, you notice. You can take that how you will. Yeah, he's gonna. Okay, so Johnny's like, all right, I promise I won't mess around with the door until we're all done with the next course, right? I'm sorry about the soup. Also, great party thing, Patty. Like, wow. A teleportation trap on the door is very high class. Patty just has her head in her hands at this point. It's so sad. She worked so hard on this party decoration. She's just over it at this point. She doesn't even care that there's magic happening. I'm just trying to see if I have any spells that's going to stop whatever's happening. <laughs> it's so bad. Like a fireball. Just I blow the room get up. In there. Get in there. We're going scorched earth soon. Really, for real, though. I do have gloves of reconnaissance, which allow me to see and hear through solid material no more than five feet thick by placing both hands on that material. I can use this once per day up to one minute. If I touch the actual door, not the doorknob, do I get teleported? You do. Fuck. Johnny has determined that from his experiments. (laughs) That tracks. He's also determined that the walls do not seem to be part of it. It is the door itself. I want to form a little square with my hands uh, and press them against the wall and peep through it like I'm making a peephole with my gloves of reconnaissance. Do I see anything in the hallway? Make a perception check. Great. I'm so good at those. (laughs) Aren't we all? 16. Does that give me anything? Uh, Plus one. I'll just say this for no reason. Plus one trait bonus on checks made to influence Faye, just in case that's relevant. The hall seems empty. It doesn't seem like anything strange happened out there out of the ordinary necessarily. Okay. I mean, the door is pretty magicked up, so I'm going to challenge your description of nothing out of the ordinary, nothing been tampered with. Astra is going to quietly eat some of this beautiful food and think about what she can do. Zelf, you have two checks left. Were you going to throw Manny a bone? Yeah, uh, I'll make one more knowledge canna, and then I'll have him make, I guess, as an expert, his profession chef check. What's he going to make with the bone? Like a broth or something? <laughs> He's just going to gnaw on it in the corner. <laughs> uh, his raw check is a 17, and then if he gets any kind of bonus, I don't know. Very, very cool. I'm going to count those. And while I do that, if anybody has anything else they want to say or do. I don't, I don't know what to do. 
I just want to know what the fuck is happening at this party. Hmm. Uh, again both Jenna and Astra have figured out what word is being spelled out Uh, and both of us know that nobody else knows what word and both of us want to not to make sure it continues to not be known Uh, but I don't have a lot my my tearaway clothes aren't going to help me here my printing press isn't going to help me here (laughs) there's ever a time when tearaway clothes don't help because it's the first time for everything I mean it would be distracting at the party (laughs) not that kind of party (laughs) yeah there's just nothing i can do right now except allow what is happening to continue happening i think (laughs) so she's just gonna keep eating (laughs) (laughs) while looking the most stressed and panicked a person can look (laughs) abraham is kind of like looking between you and everybody else at the table and he's like are are we just gonna stay here forever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're supposed to go to new haven in the morning like how are we gonna get out of this johnny's like well like i guess i could like try and chop down the door you want me to do that does our dorm have windows yes you do have windows but you are on the top floor so four stories up okay we've got some scampering slippers has anyone tried to go out the window self is not in the room this is paul hesking Patty can't look at what's happening to her decor anymore. So she's going to try to scamper on out the window. Cool. Uh, Johnny, while Patty is running down the side of this building, were you going to attack the door? Like, I go and get my sword, and I'm like, should I do this? Like, I I totally will, but like... Do it! It's like our door. Johnny, you gotta do it. (laughs) You'll never get out of here. I'm doing it, Astro! You gotta do it! I start sundering the door. All right, stand back. Like, watch over splitters. Do it! Make a combat maneuver to sunder this door. Your sword is gonna teleport to your chair. I've been really hoping so, yeah. And it's gonna, like, kill Glorahand or something. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just cut her in half. (laughs) So, 22. Cool. You step back, raise your sword, and as soon as your giant greatsword makes contact with the door, you are teleported to your seat, and your swing completes through your uh, table, (laughs) splitting it in two. Oh, no! (laughs) Whoops. Okay. So... I guess, like, I didn't realize it's any part touches the door, teleports me. I was thinking it was just a body thing. This is new information, guys. Like, that's really important. I'm so glad Patty wasn't here to see that. (laughs) Right. Patty timed her exit well. So, should I try the wall? Is that... (laughs) He's looking questioningly, like, pointing at the sword. So, like, do you want me to keep going, Astra? Like, I'll do it. I don't know. (laughs) Patty, as you're running vertically down the wall of the exterior of the barracks, you see exiting the barracks a uh, bottle flask forge. Oh. He wants to save us. I think I'm going to run over to him and, you know, while I find him to be a completely useless person, I mean, <laughs> somebody needs to intervene on this dinner party from hell. <laughs> so I'm going to run over and I'm going to be like, Oh my god, Bobble, you're not going to believe what's going on upstairs. I set up the cutest tablescape, and then everything just went to shit, and we can't get out of the room, and it's just awful. You've got to help us. He seems uncomfortable. He says, what am I supposed to do to help? I, I don't understand. Zelf's the one who can who can cook a meal. 
<laughs> you dimbo not help with the meal we are stuck in the room my decorations are ruined and no one seems to care you've got to go and do something about it <laughs> he begrudgingly follows you back through the barracks door once you get back to the top floor and you're standing outside the door he asks what would you like me to do oh man i think uh I'm curious to see what's going to happen if we, someone touches that door from the outside. Yeah, me too. But I don't think it should be me. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel like Bobbles should touch the door. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say like, you, you should just go in and see for yourself. <laughs> he, he looks at you, Patty, and he says, what if we just didn't do this? What if you just let whatever happens tonight happen? Like, what if we don't open this door? Whoa. What? That's, uh, not really, not really what? what I was expecting, Bobble. Um, I mean, are you suggesting that I just like go back to my room and hang out while the rest of my team is trapped in an insane dinner party? He nods and he says, "Yeah, you know, maybe that's better than the alternative." Bobble, Bobble, you you gotta understand. The group is more important than the individual. We're one in this. We're part of a team. I, I can't just just look out for myself and leave my comrades behind. Oh yeah, Patty. He nods and he says, "I, I hope that you really do believe that, Patty, and that that's the attitude that you bring with you to New Haven." Uh, and he reaches out and he opens the door for you and just lets it float open he says i suggest no one touch that uh, for the rest of the night <laughs> duly noted uh and then he kind of turns and he just he just walks off uh Delph is gonna hit the course gong <laughs> <laughs> great your dessert course <laughs> a tart berry gelato with a warm spiced brandy <laughs> and because the table is in half on the floor, he'll have Manny hand it to each person. I so respect Zelf's dedication to getting through all these courses. He will not be swayed from his Truly course. Truly impeccable. My God. Awesome. The meal is a success, too, by the way. You made five of the eight, which is more than what you needed. Oh, yeah. So the meal is great. The effects of the magic also take part. You guys do get the ability to spit acid for about three minutes. Uh, <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> do you Terrible. share that with that power with yeah. us? So because... this, this special ability banquet allows you to prepare a magical meal and share its effects. <laughs> so because he used this onkeg, which has a poison spit or acid spit uh, natural ability, he imparts that to the guests as well as this polypurpose panacea. And the polypurpose panacea is something that lets you create several kinship level effects. The one I want to do is this one that says hallucination. It says you have pleasant hallucinations for an hour, such as wandering lights, music, playful surreal animals, and so on. You can tell that these are not real, but they are distracting. Paul, you got us high. <laughs> so to clarify, we're now in the room hallucinating and spitting acid at each other. You don't have to spit acid, but you could if you needed to. <laughs> this is an amazing party. Guys, check this out. Johnny's going to go to the window that Patty like opened and be like, guys, spits. Oh. 
Abraham is like, Johnny, Johnny, do the door. Do the yes. door. Yes. <laughs> Justin, that was what I was hoping for. He absolutely <laughs> spits acid at the door. <laughs> it forms a nice little hole right through the door, clean through. <laughs> Since it's open, it goes into the wall. Come on, Esther, you try. One thing, though, Johnny, as you spit the acid into the door, oh. the little stranger kind of jumps up perfectly to block the line. So it forms like kind of an eye. So like where the little stranger is, blocks it enough to make the dot of the eye. And then the rest of it kind of cuts through the door, making the base. Okay, great party, everybody. So glad you guys could come. That's the dessert, though, for to sip up your drink. And it's time to go. So good of you to come. Whoa, it's so crazy how the acid, like, wow, I bet we could do art with this, Patty. I bet, <laughs> I bet we, we could, could like... do art with it. Astro will spit to break the eye in half so that it doesn't look like anything. <laughs> Patty is at this point very on board with Johnny's suggestion that we use our acid spit to make art. So she's going to go ahead and participate in that for a while. <laughs> God. Three minutes. We have three minutes have to three spin minutes. as much as we want. So Zelf is going to break character as the cook of the evening. And he's going to join the party. He's going to say to Glory Hand's team, he'll say, thank you all for attending. I hope you enjoyed the food. Patty said she would put the party together. And I'm not sure how to feel about that now. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Just he's looking gone. around. Damn. Patty's wildly hallucinating at this point, so she doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, how do you plan for a party like that? You don't. <laughs> how does it look like the other team is rolling with the scene? I will say Abraham and Evan are having the time of their lives. They they oh, really God, fucking God. love this party. <laughs> this is dope. This is the best party they've ever been to. Kata was miserable through the entire thing, but she showed up miserable. She's leaving miserable. She really only said the one really like deeply depressing thing uh, the entire night. Glorahan, she seems to have kind of calmed down <laughs> since the door opened but she was just like a bundle of nerves the entire time she is trying to play it a lot cooler than she actually is but she's not doing a great job like i won't even make you make a sense motive check like she's just not doing a good job fair she she's very much matching astra's uh intense energy but she's she's gracious to you, Zelf. She she thanks you for the meal. She says, you know, I, I couldn't have imagined anything better when I made that bet with Astra. And I hope that our teams continue to work together well. Uh, Zelf scratches one of his ears and says, a bet, you say? What, 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 what was that bet that you made with Astra? <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet that you could make the best three-course meal they've ever eaten, and we did it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Glorhan. <laughs> so good to see all of you. Good, good luck at home. The other squad, they wave and start to leave. It's kind of awkward. Abraham says, you know, I guess uh, we'll see you guys in New Haven tomorrow. And it's kind of a weird... <sighs> <laughs> moment of levity and they make their way across the hall back to their dorm okay <laughs> that party was exactly the level of disaster i hoped and expected it would be yeah. self is gonna have manny start to clean up and he's gonna say to his team what did the three of you do while i was in the kitchen i can't be blamed for this i can't be blamed for what i'm seeing 
<laughs> Manny, take care of the dishes. I need to have a talk with the grown-ups. <laughs> uh, Johnny is going to go to help with the dishes. Like, when no. he's the talk of the grown-ups. Johnny, Patty, Zelf, sit down. We need to have a talk. I know we're all hallucinating, but we all, um, we need to have a chat. And she'll, Astra will go and get Bobble's journal from her bedroom and throw it down in the middle of the seating area and sit down. And then I think it's probably a fade to black. (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party. And I mean it this time. This is a totally new podcast, and we're still trying to find people who are going to enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoy making it. So if you enjoyed listening to it, do me a favor and maybe post about it on the internet. I don't know if you've heard of this cool new thing called the internet and social media, but you can sometimes post about things that you like, and maybe other people will see that you posted and say, maybe I would like that. And then um, they continue to do the same thing, and then people listen to our show, and that's nice. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stever as Astra Blep, and Justin Green as DM and World Builder. Executive produced by Jenna Stever and this episode edited by Justin Green. You can find us on Twitter at BCB Party. And I hope you're having a good evening. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.